This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, Dunedin Fringe Festival is back 16th to 26th of March, a busy programme of events, and I do encourage you to hop online and check out what's coming up at dunedinfringe.nz or pick up one of the programmes around town and start planning your experience now. We're going to take an opportunity to look now at an event, or rather a series of events, that involve a number of Aotearoa-based artists uh, brought together under the umbrella of Spectacle. Uh, and Jess Cavell joins us on the line now. Jess, morning and nice to have you with us again. Morning, Jess. How are you? I'm very, very well and looking forward to Dunedin Fringe, of course, as many of us are in a busy month in Aotearoa. Yeah. Um, so, Jess, uh, this um, uh, combination, I guess, of uh, artists and events comes under the umbrella of uh, play, and that would suggest the word play, that that's what you want us to do, to get involved and to interact. Um, it's probably worth going back to your planning stages here when you were thinking about what you might bring together for Fringe 2023 and tell us a little about how this came together. Uh, well, to interact and to play is exactly what we want you to do. Um, so the I guess the theme for this one, um, last year we ended up doing our physical show online, so we sort of missed out on having... Uh, you know, the connection with people actually coming through and looking at things and um, interacting because we do like to have an element of interaction within the shows that we put on. Uh, so we wanted to make sure that this year um, for Fringe that we had a fully interactive one. Um, and play was just, we went through lots of different sort of avenues that, or words rather, that meant the same sort of thing but just kept coming back to just a simple word play because it is what it what it says. So, just tell us about the artists that you've got involved this year. But uh, so I have Yuko Shimada and Emma Johansson. Uh, so they were with us for our debut show in 2020, uh, and they're actually doing the follow up to the piece that they put in that show, which was um, an interactive dating experience. So it's like a like a pick-a-path game, in a sense. Um, this one is called Hello Stranger 2, Danger, because uh, it's like a, a murder mystery sort of monster kind of um, game, which is pretty interesting, and I'm really excited to see how everybody interacts with it. Um, at the first, at the debut show, it went down really well. It was a really popular thing for people to kind of go along and have a wee play with, and it was interesting just um, talking to people afterwards as well, engaging how they sort of felt about it and everything. It was quite quite funny. Um, we've got Spencer Hall and Nero, um, and they are creating a sound and visual art installation to do with phonetics of the human language. Um, so it's going to be like a, a corridor, essentially, um, of speakers with some visual art accompaniment to it uh, that you walk down. Each speaker will create a, 
a different noise, um, but going down it as a whole will create one whole, I think it's a sentence, uh, to do with phonetics and each sort of speaker uh, gives you what the mouth, the sound that the mouth would make when it says that word and then there's an accompanying picture to go with it. So that in itself is quite exciting as well. Uh, then we've got Chris Miller who is involved uh, with Spectacle as well generally. Um, he's sort of what I've dubbed the music director uh, just because he kind of handles all the music side of things in a sense, I suppose. Um, so for this one, he has put together a quartet, so like a four-piece band, um, which is improvisational. Uh, and the idea is for the audience to drive the music, essentially. So the audience is the conductor, and they will sort of dictate how and where the music goes. Um, we've got a couple of people to demonstrate what that could look like. Um, so we've got Hannah Fahey, who's a local songwriter, musician. Uh, she's also the head of department at Logan Park High School, uh, the music head of the music department at Logan Park High School, and she's going to be doing, I think, contemporary conducting. I'm not 100% sure on that as of yet. Um, and then we've got Hannah Briggs, who's a contemporary ga uh, dancer involved with GASP, um, and she's going to sort of demonstrate an alternate way that you could react with the band to create um, music with body movement and things like that. Uh, and then I am also uh, contributing a an installation, uh, which is a sculpture of sorts, I suppose, uh, partially tufted large-scale blocks which can just be played with to create whatever you like or uh, if you're feeling up to it, they do uh, form a large cube so you can have a play with them and see how they fit together to solve the puzzles. In a sense, I guess. And then we have a local Ojikoti band Space Mets Attack to close the evening, which we're pretty excited about. Wow. So it's going to be a pretty um, full-on event full of lots of different things to touch and play with and listen to and all of that. It sure is. Um, we certainly yeah. don't get that many opportunities to see Space Bats attack and performance, so that's something to look forward to. But indeed, Fringe is uh, is this time and this place where you know the the kinds of uh, installations and events and interactive activities that you're talking about really do get to have their their time in the sun, as it were, or the time in the moonlight, depending on what time of the day it is. Um, you know, how how important is it that Fringe is back this year and an opportunity for people to actually get together? I think it's super important. It's just such an incredible thing to have uh, within the city. Like, there's always something exciting and out of the box to go and see. Um, people come down from other sort of centres around New Zealand to present shows and things like that as well. And it also gives local artists the opportunity to do something a little bit more out of the box, I suppose, because there doesn't really seem to be any limitations with Fringe. You know, it is Fringe, so it's the things on the Fringe and the fringier kind of uh, shows and presentations and things that you know that's what 
attract people to it, I guess, in a sense. And it's always really, I find that it's really affordable. Um, our show, for example, is free, uh, thanks to DCC, Creative New Zealand, Janine and Dream Brokerage, uh, Janine Fringe, and a whole horde of other sponsors as well. Um, so there's lots of shows like that too that are also sponsored and are free, or there's other shows that are Koha. Um, there's some incredible acts as well, like, um, you know, quite quite famous, I suppose, comedians and things like that. There's just, there's a little bit of everything, I think, for people to see, and it's pretty important. Jess, you would have had some fun and no doubt a few challenges too, uh, bringing all of what you've told us about together into one experience uh, between 6 and 9pm on on March the 17th. Um, I suppose that's the kind of challenge you enjoy though, Jess. It is, yeah. It's been a little bit stressful. Crept up very quickly, um, but you know we're confident that it's going to be great, and it's all going to come together just how we envisioned it. Um, I'm excited to see all the pieces and the space, and just how we fill it up, and it, it sort of comes to fruition. Um, we're working with the Dominion Dream Brokerage, so we're lucky to be activating an otherwise unused. Space, I suppose, uh, which will be the Old Wharf Hotel down on Fiat Street. So we're going to take over that and create some fun on the inside. Sounds amazing. Uh, it's play as part of Dunedin Fringe Festival 2023. Hop online to dunedinfringe.nz to learn more about it. Look out for the posters and so forth. There's QR codes on them that will take you to more information about the artists and the events that are part of play. Um, Jess, as you look ahead to Dunedin Fringe, I suppose you're very much focused on this. Going to be any time for yourself to participate in as a as a punter, as a audience member at other aspects of Fringe? Oh, absolutely. Um, I am very much looking forward to Late Bloomers production that they've got this year called Flow. Um, I missed Gaslight Me last year, which I was pretty gutted about. Uh, so I'm pretty pretty excited to see this one. Um, what else am I looking forward to? A bit of comedy, I suppose. I'm quite keen to go and see um, David Corio after watching Taskmaster. Probably like lots of other people. Um, what else? There's, there's a thing called Dark Radio, which sounds really intriguing. Um, there's just there's so much going on. And they've also um, this year teamed up with Janine and Pride, which is really cool. So there's a lot of uh, Janine and Pride-based events throughout the festival as well, which is going to be awesome to see and to head along to. I think the, um, the makeup night. Sounds quite interesting. We might head along to that. But, yeah. Jess Cavell, thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM to give us an overview of of play that's uh, brought together by yourself and Spectacle and, and others and some fantastic local artists that you've talked about. And we look forward to that and many other aspects of uh, a very exciting Dunedin Fringe for 2023. Uh, all the best for your experience of, of Fringe, Jess. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jess. Lovely gonna... to have a wee chat this morning. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.